Oh my god, your poor dad. Alright, welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Welcome back. I welcome. Hope, are we interrupting you, Paige? Nope, yeah, I'm Paige, putting it away. Perfect. Um, all right, ladies, what do we have going on this week? <laughs> <laughs> I practiced that line before. Okay. Nailed it. You nailed well, it. How did I do? Great. You did? I, I did take an acting class in fifth grade. You want to know what I remember from your acting class? How we, it was two girls in a mirror. Yeah. And you and that girl would like put your hand We'd up. We'd have to put our hand up to the mirror. I'll be honest. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. It was pretty <laughs> fucking cool. And also I really thought I was going to be a star and it turns out I am a star, but right. just in a different way. Yeah. <clears throat> You've been destined for stardom I have forever. a sense of star quality to me. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm like, right? Couldn't agree more. Um, somebody on my TikTok, I was doing... So I did this TikTok that pissed everyone off because somebody was like, are you from New York City? Like, we're the same person. And I was like, oh, I'm from the New York City of Texas, Austin, which is clearly a joke because like nothing about Austin is like New York City. And then, of course, everyone in the comments is like, literally nobody says that. Like, Austin is the LA, not the... It's like, You're just okay. like starting riots. Yeah, I was just starting drama to get some views. And then somebody was like, honestly, I can never tell if you're serious or not. And I, <laughs> I just commented back, I took an acting class in fifth grade. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Good job. Thank you. Thank I was on a you. roll. And then someone was like, actually... um. Austin isn't even as big as Baltimore. <clears throat> and I was like, it's not the size that matters, honey. Ask your girlfriend. Wow. Nice. Good one. I was on a roll yesterday. I was just like firing off like comments. And they were like, Austin blows. And I was like, so does your mom. Wow. That Classic. Was, that's a good one. Yeah. So anyway, I think, nailed it. I think Tiger says that one. <gasps> yeah. Austin blows. He says, just like me. Just like me. I blow my brother. Anyways. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Sorry. Um, so what did we have going on this week, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> well, so for me, not too much. I will say I did watch the Adam Sandler movie Hustle and <laughs> I honestly was obsessed. I watched it last night with Bailey and, and it was really good. I Paige. loved it. Okay. Uh, okay. I do want to see it, but I don't trust any movie recommendations from you guys because you guys Okay, fair. questionable taste. That is, that is fair. fair. But Here, Paige was on the edge of her seat the whole time. <laughs> is it, it a thriller? No. no. She cried. Okay. Thank you for telling everybody that. You're no, welcome. It's okay to cry. I really liked... Um, what I didn't know about myself is that I'm such a basketball fan. <laughs> um, but they just have a lot of people... because. The the main guy that it's about, he's like a real basketball player. He plays for Utah Jazz. And Adam Sandler's <laughs> a very good basketball player. Did you know that? Well, and so he, um, no, didn't know that. But like, so he, Adam Sandler in the movie used to play basketball. And, mm -hmm. But now he's like a scout. But anyways, it's like what I liked about it is I think because I think they filmed over like COVID. So this basketball player got offered to do this acting job he's like no and his sister's like why not what else are you doing he's like you know what you're right so he just takes this role so that's kind of cool and then there was just so many other like big basketball like names in the movie i think that's really freaking cool so i loved it highly recommend nice also shout out to adam sandler hashtag not sponsored 
not sponsored we wish adam sandler you could sponsor this yeah um also he's a girl dad right yeah his daughter just had her bat mitzvah nice um, shalom another thing <laughs> for me this week was um bailey and i actually learned all of the presidents <laughs> in order so now we can you give us a number we're like yeah number seven Number seven. Oh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot. It's Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways. That's enough of that. My last oh. thing that I have to say. <clears throat> oh, God. This is a Bears update. Okay, guys. Offensive guard Dakota Dozier was carted off the field after suffering an apparent leg injury at the Bears minicamp this week. Uh-oh. Who's Dakota? Like, is he essential to the lineup? So, you know what? Thanks for asking, Jade. We actually, it was like an off-season trade draft pick or something i don't know how that works but we like picked him up not in the draft it was like off-season whatever okay got it um he used to play for the vikings but he was in the running to be a starting offensive line right anyways nothing's been determined yet but this could be bad news bears as they rework their o-line you know so you know help us get our poor dad to soldier field to see how it all plays out that was i have no notes that was a executed beautifully thank you and honestly she's the only one that's doing anything to get our poor dad to soldier field that's all my freaking updates i mean that's all what's going on with me this week (laughs) okay (laughs) we're trying not to call it updates anymore because it just sounds so clinical bailey bailey what's going on with you what's going on with you (laughs) oh um thank you for asking guys let me think about what's been going on with me um not that much but Um, Something that I'm excited about is my boyfriend moved out of his apartment, so he's one step closer to get into the Lone Star State. Nice. That's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, Are you nervous? I'm actually very nervous, and I, because I don't think his, like, northeastern self is going to fare well in this heat. Honey, it's hot as hell. It's hotter than the day. And you know what? That's why God made swimming pools (laughs) and lakes. That's why God made air conditioning. I love that God made air conditioning. <laughs> Me too. I thank God every day for it. Yeah. That's really exciting. I am excited for Sticks to come to Texas, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a freaking blast. I know. We're he's going to have a blast. It. I do think he's going to love it a lot when he I gets think here. he will too. I mean, Austin's a hard city to not love. Yeah. But, but when you're coming from me. the city of lights... Well, when you're coming mm. from the city of lights, well, it's going to be pretty dark story. over here. You know what I mean? We, didn't, we ain't got no lights. We just got that one star. <laughs> yeah, we got that one lone star. <laughs> star. That was good, oh, Bailey. That's funny. <laughs> good job, Bailey. Um, Jade, what's going on with you? Um, well, I saw Top Gun Maverick this week. Hot. It was so hot. Like, the sex appeal in that movie is just Ugh. out of this world. Like, Miles Teller. Wait. Barf. Wait. <laughs> Go on. What? No, no, no. Go on. First of all, I haven't seen it, but I feel the sex appeal. Can you feel it radiating out of me? I can just me? see that you're going to slide <clears throat> off that chair. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that sex appeal. The sex appeal. Well, I mean, she is a sex girl, so. I am a sex girl. <laughs> a sex girl. Okay. Um, yeah, Miles Teller lives up to the hype. I had a few notes on the movie, but I, you know what? I'm just going to let it. I'm just going to look at it as a fan because, you know, love the first movie a lot. And it was a great sequel. 10 out of 10 for me. Would Goose be proud? I think Goose would be proud. And Miles Teller is a spectacular specimen of. Well, he's like the best person you could have chosen to be Goose's son. Yeah. 
and Meg Ryan's son. Yeah. Um, and I loved how they like interwove the past movie, like Tom Cruise's love interest is named Penny. And then looking back to the old movie, Tom Cruise was talking to Meg Ryan about this girl in the scene where they're singing Great Balls of Fire. Oh. And she's like, I heard you were hanging out with Penny or she says something like that. And that's Penny is now in the movie. So Wait, it's like, I like that a lot. That's yeah, cute. it was really cute. Um, and we have some updates in the city of Austin with our friends Zate. Oh, yeah. So Zate is a dating app. And it's, you know, we like to say it's not, it's a different kind of dating app because it's not who you do it's what, what you, you do. do so um another exciting thing that's going to be launching soon with the zate so you guys should download the app now is that they're going to be starting a platonic version of zate and so they're going to be doing um you know you can meet up with girlfriends which i really love because i'm still trying to meet friends in this city yeah and I think it'd be cool to say, like, oh, do you want to hit up a workout class together? Do you want to go get coffee? Because, like, I don't only want party friends. Like, that's fun, but... Need your everyday friends. I need some everyday girls. I hear you. And then also, another exciting thing Zay is going to be doing is giveaways to concerts. That's and, what I'm excited for. And, honey, I don't know if y'all know this, but Austin is the live music capital Oh, honey, I know it. I know you know. I know you know. And I am ready for it. But I don't know if they know. So we got to tell them. We're tell them, honey, tell them. And so Zate will be doing giveaways to different concerts and different events around the city. So I would download the app now so you can be the first to know. And I'm really excited because um, I'm trying to see some live music this summer. Me too. I'm so excited for that because I want to see the live music. I want to do all of it. And I was so jealous when we, like, we found out about Zate, like, in December at home. And I was like, well, I already have this, like, boyfriend now. Like, what what am I going to do? So I was like, oh, great. He's moving here. Like, we'll just steal all the date ideas don't even have to steal them now i can just meet some fun gals on there yeah yeah i know so i'm really excited i think zate is awesome and you guys should download it yeah agreed yeah Yeah. so okay so now that we're all caught up with each other (laughs) so good actually this is catching up because i like haven't really talked to you guys i know we um bailey and i live together but jade never talks to us so we really only get together once a week to (laughs) record so we did, you know, just catch up. But let's, now that we're all caught up in the present, let's, let's, let's go, go back, back here for the past. So the topic of the day is divorce. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> Jade's divorce. And I'm the only one here who has a divorce, so it's about my divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, you went through the big D, and we don't mean Dallas. As I like to call it, it's the D card. I got okay. my first D card, and um, I would like to preface this with, um, I am on very good terms with my ex-husband. He is a gem now. <laughs> and I did text him before this, and I said, hey, just a heads up, I have a podcast. I don't know if you know this. Uh, he probably knows. He knows. He knows. He, yeah, he knows. Um. And I was like, listen, we're going to be talking about the divorce. Is there anything that's off limits? Um, I'm going to be talking about my experience with it. I won't be speaking for you. And he was very gracious. And he said, I'm very happy for your podcast. Thank you, Thanks. Mark. Thanks, Mark. We're going to call him Mark. <laughs> um, Mark. Mark. And um, 
he just said, asked me not to get into the nitty gritty, which I wasn't planning on doing anyways. And I think we have plenty to talk about without getting into the nitty gritty. But I For will sure. say my nitty gritty side of it that I did. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So where do you want to start with the story, Jade? <sighs> I think we should start at the the tippy top of the mountain of the empire, the Mark Empire. Um you know, our relationship, we started dating, I'd say like, what, 2011, 2012? And then as all couples do, we, it was like really fun because we were both, he was my first like serious relationship for yeah. sure. Um, and then we had this like big group of friends. We were all couples. We we're all living in Newport Beach. We vacationed together. We all got engaged together. We all like, <clears throat> we all had this like stages of life together. So it kind of felt like, we were all like, I don't know now if we weren't in that group of friends, like what our relationship would have looked like. Cause it almost felt like, well, all of our friends are getting engaged or all of our friends are moving in together. We're moving in together. All of our friends are getting engaged. We're getting engaged. It's like mass hysteria. Right. It's like you're just feeding into each other. Yeah, for sure. So that, I don't happened. know. I feel like it, you guys still would have had like a very similar path. Yeah. Um, because typically, at least in like your relationship, I believe, um, I think just because of like him being like a Midwest boy, I think that's like kind of where he pictured his life. You know what I mean? So I think, I think your friend group helped that happen, but I think that would have kind of been your path regardless. Yeah. And I was like very ready to get married for some reason which to me now that like I don't relate to that person at all like I was like pressuring him to get married I was like when are we getting engaged well I also think that's like a society thing like I thought I was going to be like married and have two kids by the time I was like 28 and I'm 30 and I'm not married nor have one child let alone (laughs) two well unless you count differenties but like I think it's like you when you're younger, you think of like 30 as like being so old and it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be like married and have children by then. Yeah. Um, But it's like, then you get in your 20s. You're like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, I thought the same thing. I got my IUD when I was 23 and I was like, ah, by the time I'm 28, I'm going to be super ready to have a baby. And it's like, this guy's about to expire. I'm going to have to re-up. I remember there's this in the early seasons of the Kardashians, Courtney has a pregnancy scare. And I remember her being 28 in the episode and I was like oh my god like 28 is so old like why don't you just have the baby what's the point of it because she was like I don't know if I would have the baby or not this wasn't when she actually got pregnant but and I remember specifically thinking how old 28 was yeah it like felt really old yeah but it's and it's not because neither is 30 and neither is 33 and 33 feels very young I feel like not like super young like I did in my 20s like naive young but I feel like young I'm very grateful for my youth yeah but anyways back to the the d card so we got engaged well okay go on okay wait, wait, wait. Well, I, was, I just want to make sure we get through the wedding too yeah so, so we, we got engaged um we called the family FaceTime them oh my god I'm engaged were you guys shocked I cried you I did? cried too. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I was really happy for you. Yeah. It was so exciting. Like getting engaged and like that whole process of like planning the wedding and that whole time is like such a special time still. 
like people have asked me, oh, do you regret like all of that? I'm like, no, it was so much fun. I had the best time there. It was stressful planning a wedding, but like it's all these like really awesome moments that you get to have. And it's mainly like with your girlfriends, like all my bridesmaids, I'm still like very, very close with. So like just doing all those activities, like planning the bachelorette party or you guys planned it, but like the bridal shower, like all of that, all of that stuff was just so much fun and I cherish it. Then we got married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I will say your wedding was so much fun. Yeah. Like it was so much fun. I had the time of my life. Yeah. You literally puked and rallied. I threw up in my hands and just kind of swiped it on the ground <laughs> wiped it on your dress and you went no back. <laughs> i i swiped it on the ground and i said oh and i went to the bathroom and washed my hands and then i went back to the and then i probably got a beer to you know rinse out my mouth right yeah and then i went back to the dance floor to turn up and one Bless. thing we did and people are like how do you have a fun wedding like that and i think so many brides <laughs> prioritize like the aesthetic of the wedding and our wedding was beautiful. Like it was on a farm in Santa Barbara on the ocean. It was, the reception was in a greenhouse. Like we lucked out with our venue so hard because it was a brand new venue. So it was cheap at the time. And now I'm sure it's not cheap, but um, we prioritized like our fun instead of like the pictures and the flowers yeah. and all of that. So I was like, I do not want to be taking pictures after the the ceremony. Like you have like 30 minutes. So you better get every picture you need for me. Yeah. <laughs> from me. Cause mommy needs a glass of champagne. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I mean, literally it was just such a good wedding. Like me and dad came down the hill in a classic Woody car mm-hmm. And then it, we were um, we walked down the aisle to "Dream a Little Dream of Me" by Mamas and Papas. So it was like very like seventies, like hippie, and it just like we came out at the right moment. It was just like could not have been like a more magical experience for everyone. I'm pretty sure weren't you bawling like a baby? <laughs> yeah, I'm um, pretty because like I, I was, cried a lot. I was crying, but then like I hear because ba- Bailey's. <laughs> seven inches taller than me and so I'm like in front of it's like Jade and I'm like the first one and then Bailey's right behind me and I'm like I'm like crying tears on top of your head I can like hear Bailey (laughs) and I'm like and I finally turn around and like she's like not well and I'm like I thought I was because I feel like I'm the more like outwardly like emotional one like especially with like crying and um and I was like oh my gosh like this this is beautiful yeah like and then Bailey's like, <laughs> well, like oh my god I on purposely gave myself all the sad parts of the speech because we wrote the speech together yeah um and I was like okay well you're gonna be crying so I'm gonna say all the sad stuff and Paige turned around and she was like you good like <laughs> are you gonna be able to do this yeah you guys killed it on the speech and also another thing we did is that our family rented a house and we had a welcome party that was like super casual but it was so much fun it was just like like, after the rehearsal dinner yeah it was after the rehearsal dinner it was just like beer and wine and like you know snacks but like everyone from the wedding or who came in town for the wedding was invited and it was super fun to like actually get to hang out with people because like 
I know a lot of brides are like, I'm not going to drink the night before and I'm going to do this. And I was just like, this is my party. Like, I want to party. If I wake up hungover, there's always Adderall. And what I was what I was honestly the most scared of for your wedding was the the day of or was the day before when we got the spray tans. Oh, yeah. I was like. I think that was my first spray tan. It was also and my so first spray tan. And so I was tan. like, oh my God, am I going to be orange and all these pictures? <laughs> and if that was your first time in the big city getting a spray if tan. If that was the worst or if that was my biggest fear, then like, you know, it was a good wedding. Yeah. You know? It was just so chill. That was my first spray tan. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be all the way naked. So I kept my underwear on. Big mistake. It was like, my underwear was like crooked in the back. So you could like see my like crooked thong line going around. Your underwear would be crooked. It was so crooked. And I was like, why didn't she tell me? Or why didn't she tell me it was normal to take my undies off? I don't think I took my undies off. I don't think I took mine off either, but mine were definitely straight. There's pictures of me in my bathing suit laying by the pool before your wedding. And you can see the (laughs) line. The snaky little Yeah, it went halfway up my back somehow. Yeah. So the wedding was great. Everything was great. And then you kind of are like on this like little bitty high after your wedding where you're just like, oh, we're married. We're married. I remember I came out to Austin and he couldn't come with me. And we like went to the UT game and I just felt like I'm a bride, like I'm a wife. And then that all came crashing down very, very, very shortly after. Yeah, that was pretty quick. It was quick. My moment of bliss was two months. Um, And then I remember coming home one day and I found out that uh, there was a little addiction problem going on in my house. So that's where things took a quick turn. And the way I like to handle things is by um, internalizing it and dealing with it on my own. So I didn't tell anybody what was going on for a year. Yeah. And it was bad. Like every week it was something new. And I think anyone who's ever dealt with an addict, um, you just know, like it is a very tumultuous thing and it's a very selfish disease and it's hard not to, um, it's hard to remember that it's not the person's personality it's something else that's taking over them and that was very hard for me but luckily what we did is like we got help right away and we were in a lot of therapy but still therapy is like it's not going to cure it yeah yeah therapy can only do so much like there's therapy gives you the tools but like you have to do yeah the healing and basically therapy for me just like validated my feelings and kept me strong like he really needed to do a lot of work on himself and of course I needed to do work on how I dealt with it but yeah um there's one thing well I also think that like for you because my journey in all of this or like my point of view I guess was um like I didn't know for so long Mm -hmm. and I can only imagine like putting myself in that situation like you're almost like, that's not what this is. Like, yeah, no, that's not what this is. Like, that's not what this is. I remember he told me and we were going to, it was the day of the big 10 bar crawl in Hermosa. And we went every single year and I was like, Oh, okay. Like we've got this. And then we just went and binge drank that. (laughs) 
and so we still were like very naive to addiction at that point. And there were so many different ways we tried to deal with addiction during that whole time. And I didn't know what to do. So my, I didn't want to get anyone involved. And I, I'm, I don't know if some people, I think they like cling to other people. And I was like, we need to cling to each other at this time and deal with it. Cause I didn't want to also tell everyone and have them making their own like, opinions about us and then also telling I didn't want their opinions of what I should do either because Mm -hmm. I needed to deal with like the professionals that um we were dealing with and a lot of my friends had never we were all so naive to addiction and drug use alcohol use I mean like we we don't know anything about like that kind of stuff it's like yeah okay take a step back and it's like some people can't just take a step back yeah you know well and that's kind of what our thing was like oh just don't do this oh just don't do that and it's like not that easy at all well Mm -hmm. I also think like hindsight being 2020 it's uh, it kind of also boils down to like that similar thing we've discussed like if there's something that you're hiding from like your close circle there was a reason you weren't telling us right it's like because you knew that there was some kind of even though you didn't know how to handle it, there was some kind of like negative like connotation with with this addiction. Like, oh, I don't want to tell anyone because like we have this. Like, we're mm. gonna get this like fixed real quick. So like, I don't want to tell anyone. But going back to like, if you're keeping secrets, like if you're not telling something, like it's probably you. Prob that's when you definitely probably should be telling somebody. Exactly, and it all came to a head um, as it always does. So I remember something had happened and it was, it must've been bad because like it made me like for me to like crack and have to call one of my friends and tell them, I just remember something had happened and I was like, I need to go for a walk. This is so bad. And I like got my phone out. I was on the walk and I just was like, I called Lisa and I was like, Lisa. And I just started like, (laughs) like doing that crying at your wedding. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) It's bad. And she was like, holy shit. And Lisa's like, like we're kind of similar with like our emotions. And I feel like she was probably like, oh God. But she was so supportive. She was like my person I went to, like, cause she was my closest, my closest person to me and physically the closest person to me. So like I would always go up to LA and stay with her and stay on her couch and then Luckily, her and her husband are, like, some of my closest friends. So that was my, like, safe space. And we'd always have so much fun together. But um, then I had Shayna and Rhiannon. They came out at the same time. And that was, like, the first kind of, like, precursor to, like, oh, things aren't right with Jay. Yeah. (laughs) And so they all went out. And then I remember telling – because I had – I told Lisa. So I was, like, I need to tell Shayna. I need to tell my mom and sisters. And then dad – and dad was like a hard one to tell about the addiction because it was just like, you know, he doesn't, he, it's like we're his girls. And yeah. so that was hard. But um, yeah, we had like, it was because he went to rehab. That's why the girls came out. And yeah. then we like had like a little party while he was in rehab. And then I had to also hide from work that he was in rehab. And I remember my coworkers being like, you haven't talked about Mark in a while. <laughs> um, what's going on? And I'm like, I haven't. That's weird. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. Mark and I are great. Mark and I are great. And also like 
what the fuck is it to you? Yeah. You're also, I'm noticing like, that like, you haven't your spoke fucking, about your husband in a while. Yeah, and mind I'm like your an business. old wife now. Like, yeah. we're just living this boring married life. Yeah, that was the dark days because I remember just being like so overwhelmed, and I like, I don't even like know that I'm overwhelmed in the moment. I just it like I internalized it. Like I had acne. For the first time in my life, I've never had acne. I had like all these like sores on my face and like it was literally like my body was just like spoiling from the Yeah, you were necrotizing. Ew. What's necrotizing? Dying. Dying. Necrophilia. Yeah. That's the only word I know with necrotizing. 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 Mark was making me (laughs) necrotize. Bailey's the smart sister. So, um, yeah, after he went to rehab, then the next year, um, I started like reaching out to people that I knew were like also like spouses of addicts. And like I went to an Al-Anon meeting and the more and more I talked to these people, I was like, I am in over my head, honey. I cannot do this on my own. I was like, damn, this is serious. Like, I remember sitting (laughs) like this ain't no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) I'm glad you finally had that realization. Well, I remember sitting in an Al-Anon meeting and I was like, I do not want to go. And I would used to go to uh, AA meetings with him as well. And they were so intense. Like, I was just like, where Am I? How the fuck did I get here? And it's like the meetings are so amazing for these people. But like I was just like still processing this world I was in. Yeah. Like, do I want to be in this world? Like I didn't choose to be in this world. Like this. It was just a it chose lot you. of it fucking chose me. And I remember sitting in the Al-Anon meeting and then there was a mom and a daughter and they were talking about the wife, the girl's husband and then her daughter's dad. And then you share, it's just like an AA meeting, but you're sharing about your experience with the addict. And just listening to the daughter like talk, I was like, no, this ain't for me. It's tough. It's a lot. Yeah. So then, long story short, um, <laughs> that next year, so... We did one year not telling everyone. And then the next year was like, oh, I'm sober doing the whole like, you know, addict thing. And then everything kind of came to a head. And I was like, done, completely done. I called mom and I was like, I am done. I called his mom and I said, I'm done. And I was like, I'm out. I cannot be married anymore. There was definitely that night I realized like I am actually not good for this person. Like I am the kind of person that like this has been going on for a year and I hadn't seen it and I'm almost enabling it. I mean, I was. Well, because the thing is, is like you said earlier, like it is like such a selfish disease that there's truly like only so much that you could even do to support him. Yeah. It really all boils down to like him and this, the reasons for the addiction like are not about you you know it's like they're so past you that like it's not in your control right so that it at a certain point like it you do have to decide like can i handle this person's journey or not you know 
And that's and that's tough. That's yeah. really tough. That I I remember really thinking about you guys a lot and like really feeling for you because that is such a tough decision to make about somebody that you you truly loved, right? It was just like a circumstance that you never could have predicted. Yeah. That was wild. Also hard for us because they were like so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like geographically. Like yeah. we couldn't, we just had to like trust you that. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. What would we know? Cause I was also saying I was fine when I was not fine. Yeah. yeah. So then we did not believe you and you were like on the upswing. Yeah. But I felt like, so that's another thing. So it was like, I made my decision and I think, in my situation, it had been like such a slow burn. Like I was just like a shell. Our relationship was a shell of itself by the end of it. So for me, it was easier to like move forward yeah, because you were like seeing the light and like running towards the light. Yeah. Like, cause my relationship was so dark and it was like every time I got out, like we had something to do. Like I remember Lisa's wedding was like, one of the last weekends we had together. And it was like, I remember looking back on those pictures and crying. And I was like, I have no pictures with him. And like, that's so sad. And I remember like feeling so guilty that I didn't spend any time with him. But looking back now, I feel happy because I was like with my friends the entire night. It's one of my best friends. I mean, I set her and her husband up. So it was like, a very fun night for me. Like I had friends on both sides of the. Well, and I remember you talking to me about that wedding and specifically like having that struggle and like us talking about if it was someone else's wedding, like maybe more of like an acquaintance or a less someone you don't know as well. Yeah. Then like, okay, maybe try to like find the time, but it's like, because this is, a best friend yeah. that has been in your your life for so long is going to be in your life for so and long afterward. If both of them. Yeah. Like you, you do what you need to do like for that wedding that day. And like he can sit there and like cry for all you care. Like yeah. that's, that's how I was. I was like, well, you've and done that's what so I said. much. Like, I was like, can I just be selfish at this wedding? Like if you need to leave, leave, but like, I'm not leaving. Like this is just, a different wedding and also speaking of weddings I was in um, my other best friend Shayna's wedding right after I found out like it was only like a couple weeks after I found out that he was you know an addict and I was the maid of honor in her wedding and I remember I just looked like like looking back I just look like shit because I was just so not concerned with anything else like in my life at that point besides just like surviving it and I was like oh my god I would never let them do my hair like that I would never let them do my makeup like that I would have like cared more but I was just like so in survival mode at that point and I was just like yes this is great everything looks great the lights are on yay yeah that's wild um I was also in Rhiannon's wedding like two months my three best friends got married very close together and then I got divorced and then they all three got pregnant like right when I got divorced too. And I remember mom being like, Oh, is it hard for you to have like all your friends being pregnant? I'm like, bitch, I am single and I am mingling. No, I'm working on making a baby myself. mom. (laughs) Honey, I'm trying to get lots of practice in. (laughs) 
I was like, I'm trying not to have a baby right now. Well, and I think that like, I do wonder like for, I mean, valid for mom to ask that. Cause I think if I was in your situation, that would make, that would be hard for me because like, it was not hard for me. I want to get married and like have a baby. And I think that I'm fine with like where I'm at like right now because all of my friends have already gotten married and they're on their, almost all of them have already had a kid or they're like popping out their second one. Like, yeah. But like, I think if I was like you at the same time that everyone's going through this, like we're all getting married and then they all get pregnant. I think I would have a hard time with that. So I think it's nice that she asked. Well, also Lisa had two babies. So it's almost like I could have one and then she could have one. And then the other two had theirs. You're right. So we could all hold a baby. If I wanted to hold the baby, which I don't. Lisa's just a really good sharer. I mean, she was really there for me. She had like a baby. She's keeping up the numbers for the, for the group, (laughs) you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, so let's talk about me being the first one being divorced. I remember like going to one of my first events or not events, but like, I guess, yeah, like an event. It was like a baby's fucking birthday party. Ooh, and big an event. event. It was a, a five-star gala. <laughs> the event of the year. Yeah. Um, and it was like one of my first times being with like me and Mark's group of friends, but it just being me. And like, you know, everyone's just like so awkward around you. Like, And I'm like, you guys, this is, in the grand scheme of things, like this is actually horrible because somebody is like, struggling but it's a divorce it's not like like don't worry about me yeah worry about him like don't I'm fine but I remember one of my friends who is like the only other person I knew that had ever gotten a divorce and hers was really really young she was like yeah divorce is like whatever she's like look around this room half of these people are gonna get divorced (laughs) and I was like you're right (laughs) I just got mine out of the way first yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah. It's just like an ugly breakup with the government involved. Like everyone's had a bad breakup. You just have to do like paperwork with, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about it. Um, which is I always refer to it as like when we broke up because we broke up in October of twenty eighteen, but like we didn't get our divorce finalized until June twenty twenty. Yeah. So cause it took so long and that was another thing. The post announcing I was getting a divorce was there were so many opinions. So many people thought I got over it too quickly. So many people thought I didn't file soon enough. Like everyone just had like an opinion on me and it really irritated me. And that's the one regret I had. It was like, I wish I didn't let everyone's opinion affect me so much. That's really hard to control. Like, I mean, because you were also like, pretty quiet about everything because it was such a not a normal like oh we're just not getting along divorce Mm -hmm. it was for like a more serious reason there was a lot of like trying involved there was Mm -hmm. and then there was a lot of like back and forth for like when you should file when not like all like all this kind of stuff like it was a very unique situation yeah and um I think that like you did the best with like what with all of the information that you had at the time and no one else all of the other people making their judgments 
obviously like didn't don't know the details like you know the details yeah like i i know a lot of people were super like they were pressuring me to file like as if if i didn't file i was gonna get back with him or something and i was like honey if i file and i want to get back with him you know i'm gonna get back with him that's just how (laughs) i'll just marry him again i'll marry him again shoot but um it was tough because like i do i love him i loved him so much yeah and we were like really good friends and we still respected each other and he did like treat me very well like he really did teach me how to be loved which i think is like the best gift he could have ever given me because he treated me like from the start like i was resisting at every turn like oh like i don't want to be in a relationship and he just like was so patient with me and so i wanted to be patient with him and i didn't want to just like leave him high and dry because like it's still at the end of the day like i felt like a sense of loyalty and like he was like my teammate at the time so I wasn't going to just like give him this thing that was going to just make his life even shittier when he was going through a very shitty time. And that's Mm -hmm. what people couldn't understand. And it's like also he, yes, he was battling addiction, but like that's not who he was in his soul. Like he is still like a very kind person. It's just like, it's not the life I wanted to live anymore. And that is a selfish choice of me. But like, but it's also, I got to do choice you needed to make for yourself. It's not selfish of considering yourself and not, you know, like living your life around this thing forever because it was going to be, you know, it's going to be talked about all the time. Like it's going to be something in your relationship that would always have to be considered. Well, and at the time it's like, you don't know, like, you don't know if this is a like is he gonna pull through mm-hmm. or like is this always going to be a battle yeah you know which i mean every day is a battle but like yeah like is he going to find like some consistent like peace with things like or is it always going to be this back and forth back and forth back and forth kind of thing yeah and you don't know the future like you can't tell the future yeah but i knew the kind of future i wanted and that was not a part of it yeah but i'm happy to say that he is three years sober that's amazing and i'm very proud of him because i know how hard it is and it's i mean he's like really good at being an addict so for him to be three years sober is like amazing and i'm you know he's got a girlfriend and he's thriving so we love that for him that makes very happy happy for you mark Mark He's, Mark was my first brother, so. <laughs> first and only to date. First and only to date, Honey, you know? You never know. You might get another one soon. I hope I get it. You know, I I have always kind of wanted a brother. So that was whenever I well, got one. because you're our brother. I know. So. so whenever I got one for like a minute, I was like, cool, cool. Yeah. So he's he'll always, you know, be my first brother. <sighs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Thanks for letting me share. If you guys have any questions or if you need somebody to talk to about addiction or like if you know somebody who's struggling with addiction, you can always DM me. Um, I know how hard it is. So, yeah. Um, Do you want to get into questions from the audience? Questions or listener stories or what? There was a note that you had me write down um, that seemed like it was really important for you to mention. (laughs) The turtle? (laughs) Okay. So the turtle... (laughs) the turtle we don't have to get into it i know that's really hard for you to talk about yeah so my um 
mother-in-law bought this turtle that is like a like tin turtle that looks like it belonged outdoors it's like almost as big as both of these guitars yeah it was fucking huge and (laughs) it was in our kitchen and it was so fucking ugly and it was always like this point of contention with me it's and not them. that it was ugly it's just like what you it was would expect. hideous it's what you would expect at like your second like your beach house you know what i mean it's it would, like it'd be like at a, a shitty airbnb in pensacola i was gonna say like your aunt's beach house yeah like go see it was awful out. and it was in my house yeah. it was like one of the first things you saw when you entered my home and i was like this is just not what i want to represent myself as to my guests you don't want to be a turtle a tin turtle yeah so that was like so when we were breaking up, she really made sure that they got that fucking turtle back. <laughs> honey, and you can have it. And I was like, <laughs> she thought I was going to like steal it. And I was like, honey, this ain't my turtle. Honey, I will leave it wh- wherever you want it. I will leave it. You so, want me to ship it to you? I will bubble wrap well, it. Mark had to come pick it up <laughs> and he had to take it and ship it to her. Cause he was like, I have nowhere to put this oh turtle. My God, he really had to ship it to her. Yes. I was joking. No, she and not only did she already had a collection of turtles at her house like oh, literally well, that's her thing so that's like nice yes it was beautiful well, so it's good that the, the turtle. turtle came home that's what they always do but that was a they question from my friends because my friends like that was a joke because the turtle made a lot of appearances on my social media yeah uh-huh. um so that was a question from my friends but yeah r.i.p oh. to the turtle well let's go to the next one well i also like because you were like um write down the turtle and i had no like that word didn't resonate in my head so i spelled it like turd like poop why would you do that when you say turtle i have no you don't know what the word turtle is i mean i do know you said turd okay you made up a word instead of writing the actual word turtle (laughs) just wasn't resonating oh this must be turtle what he calls poop turtles (laughs) For all I knew, because she was like, oh, yeah, I write that down. I was like, why would I know what this means? Okay, Anyways. that's interesting. Um, All right. I'm going to go with these Do the quick questions. Ones. Yeah. yeah, rapid quick fire. Ones. Did you have a prenup? No. Would you get a prenup if you got married again? Yes. Great. Um, Did you have a feeling on your wedding day that it wouldn't last? No, but the thought was like, I wonder if I'll get divorced from this. <laughs> Most people say that and if they would admit it. I was just about to say that. Like, I wonder if everyone's like, huh. It wasn't like, I wonder if this is going to end in divorce. It wasn't like he's not the one. It was like, I wonder if I will get a divorce in my life. And turns out I did. Yeah. Things happen. Divorce happens. Yeah. Um, What was your favorite thing about planning a wedding? Um, I really loved visiting Santa Barbara and like, cause Santa Barbara is just a magical place. It's like the best place ever what was something different that you did or what was something that you did that was different from a traditional wedding um we gave everyone welcome drinks so they could get drunk at the ceremony and i think that is like set off the like this you're here to party yeah it's a vibe setter yeah i liked that um we were drinking all day and we were drinking all day i mean i was like we should all get drunk Because you had like the little margarita things. Yeah. Um, Something else that I just want to say about your wedding that I do think was different than a lot of weddings was um, you, your bridesmaids all wore white. Oh yeah. And I really, I think it just made it because your vibe was like your colors were like white and like green. Yeah. And I think it just like made every, all of your pictures look so good. 
and your dress had like some anyways and mom like it was biggest thing was mom wore a white jumpsuit and i tried to have my so good she looked amazing and i tried to have my mother-in-law wear white and she was like i can't wear white it'll look so tacky because i'm the mother of the groom and i was like everyone's wearing white in the wedding party just fucking wear white it looked like all of your your pictures were my favorite like we all looked so good especially with you because because i was wearing a pink dress it was like pink but you had so much detail that was like the 3d is that what you call it like like texture kind of whatever that was like all like sticking out and all of that was white it just made that like and you looked real good in your dress. I looked really fucking good. I like the idea of I'll her be, dress being 3D because you could put make all the guests put the glasses yeah. on. And be like, well, she's coming right at you. Um, I will say, admit that um, one of your wedding photos of me, you, and Bailey is in our guest room because yeah, it's, it's so good. All my wedding photos are still in mom and dad's house, minus yeah. Mark. It's just like, honestly, are you looked really good? Like it, the pictures were great. The like the colors the vibes are we supposed to stop looking at good pictures no, and it was a great fucking day we just have to cut mark out of all the pictures yeah yeah do you have regrets or did it help you better understand yourself i have no regrets i think i am so much better of a person after going through this like i got humbled and i think i'm the kind of person that needs needed to be humbled yeah i was it, gonna say i think that you learned a lot about yourself oh yeah And I think I'm way less judgmental about people. I think I learned that like, you just don't know what everyone's going through. And also like, Hey, like who am I to judge? Like how you deal with your relationship? Cause I know a lot of my friends are like, can you believe they do this? I'm like, shit. I don't. Well, and it's like, I feel like before hearing the word like addict, you're like, Oh yeah. Mm. I know who that person must be. And it's yeah. like, oh, must be a loser. And Mark like, is not a loser. N- not a, no. not even a little not bit. Even yeah. the Mark was like a very high functioning. That's why it was. I, well, was, well yeah. he's, but like, that's why it was so hard for me to understand. Cause I was like, well, he has this amazing job. Yeah, he's and, getting up every day, doing everything he needs to do. Like, yeah, something's just a little off. Yeah. I also think that like people talk about addiction differently. Like these days like in the past like couple of years yeah it's definitely got more understandable it's gotten better yeah before it's like looking back it's like oh wait i know a person that's an alcoholic most of our like extended family members (laughs) now i get it for real um this you like kind of talked about this but how long did it take for you to realize your marriage was ending and how did those conversations go um I felt personally that it was ending in the summer. I felt like there was a shift where I was just like, this is hard. Like something's wrong. And then it was October is when we cut the tie. Same snip, same snip. month you tied it on. Exactly. Yeah. It was literally almost <laughs> two years to the date. And it was a week after I turned 30. Nice. So Did it was just like, like 30, flirty, and thrive. <laughs> Don't you feel like you've lived so many lives from this? Like, yeah, it's so crazy that that is like safely in your past. And you're yeah. like, you are a phoenix. You've been reborn. I oh. mean, both of you have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're two completely different people. Like, I am so happy for him. But like, I could never see myself like people are like, do you miss him? I'm like, no, I, he does not miss me either. Trust me. Like he. But I also think that so happy. I think that you guys like really needed 
to be the people that you were at that time. Yeah. I don't think that he would be the person he is today. I don't think he would be three years today if he was with somebody different. Oh, yeah. I think that that's why you guys were so good because I think that you guys, like, really did love each other enough and, like, understand, like, where you guys were at in your lives to know that, like, this is going to be better for us if we're not doing this anymore. So it wasn't, like, a crazy codependent thing of, like, I'm not going to be able to get through this without you. It was, like, all right, this is the time. Yeah, and, I mean, we definitely – and that is right – And I know some people do not have that luxury where it's like, but there was a lot of like hiccups during the divorce process where it was not always smooth sailing. But I would say I had it pretty easy with him. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. 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 Um, All right. Well, this is a email has a question for you. Okay. Hey, ladies. Smiley face. Hi. Hi. Smiley face back. I love listening to your podcast. Thank you. I relate a lot to your sibling fights as a middle child. Oh, it's me. (laughs) Anyway, I know you're doing this next episode all about divorce and weddings. I have some questions for y'all. I'm getting next married. Nope. I'm getting married next summer here in Alaska. And I was wondering, what do I need to do? Okay, wait. First of all, remember when you were talking so much shit about Alaska? And I, I'm now- not talking shit. I'm just telling you, like, I... It doesn't feel like a state in the United States. It's... No, no, no. I'm saying, like, because it was a... That she had been to... Hannah's grandma had been to 49 Everywhere. states except yeah. for Maine, whatever. And I'm like, when, when and why did she go to Alaska? Because yeah. I feel like unless you are somehow... You're... Job takes you there. I know one person that his job did did take him there, but it's like, and I also know one person whose family they like to vacation there, right? But though I feel like those are outliers. Yeah, like I don't think a normal vacation spot is like Alaska, unless I'm wrong. My well, best friend's wrong. my best friend's husband was like that was his dream. People place really to like go. Alaska. I think I would really like Alaska. I would not like Alaska. I think I would love it, but I also know that like they're the pop. Uh, you can correct Uh me on this the population is like so small that's why they have like kind of isn't it like the high like crime like per capita because it's like with the amount of crime that happens but like the populations whatever (laughs) anyways i love alaska (laughs) okay let's go can i come stay at your house anyway let me know what do we need to do yeah i'm getting married next summer here in alaska and i was wondering what do i need to do okay you need her whole wedding you need flowers you need a caterer. You need a dress. You need a dress. And you need someone that's going to marry you. And, and then you need music. Music. And that's it. And that's really it. The caterer will take care of everything. They'll get all your rentals for you. They can take care of your alcohol. If you go through like a hotel, then She's they'll 19, do all. She can't drink. Oh, well, then you don't even have to worry about that. Just honestly, just elope and take and spend your money on a photographer, have dope photos and then do something when you turn 21, because like life doesn't begin until you turn 21. That is great advice, because I bet there's like so many beautiful places in Alaska. Peyton's yeah. favorite state to take pictures. <laughs> OK, first of all, okay, sh- just, you don't have to like and then go into have anything. another party like when you guys can, if you want. OK, great. Um, right? We already did that one. Okay. Um, this is a really long story. We have time. Do you? Oh, Jade is somewhere to be. Yeah, Jade. I have 15 mm. minutes. Whoa. Uh oh. Hi. 
Hi. Uh, first, I just want to say that I love your podcast, and I'm also one of three sisters. Same. She's the youngest. She's 27 years old. So same for me. It is Bailey. Bailey wrote this. <laughs> this is my um, like fan fiction of my own life. Okay. Um, you guys are hilarious to listen to, and I love your banter. Thank my you. sisters and I are not close, Aww. so it makes me happy to listen to sisters that are. It's funny that so many people tell us that they're not close to their sisters. <laughs> Um, I got married in 2019 to a guy in the army. We had been on and off since senior of high school because it was hard to let go of that high school sweetheart stuff. When we got back together in 2018, he suggested, do you want to grab it? No, just keep like a ghost. He suggested that we get. (laughs) He's like a ghost. (laughs) He is. He's just haunting the halls. Wandering Come here. Yes. Get up here. Oh my god, you're so annoying. Get up there. You little fungus. <laughs> Come here, Casper. <laughs> Casper. He's so sweet. He's okay, buddy. Alright. <laughs> He's like oh a ghost. God. Oh my god, remember we were talking about how they would haunt you when they're I know. Dead? That's all I'm gonna hear whenever they die. Is just <laughs> He's sweet boy. He's so sweet. Anyway, she was dating someone in the army, whatever. Um, he suggested we get married at some point, and then the long distance would be easier. Of course he did, because he's in the fucking army. Because <laughs> then he would have off-base housing. So I guess that's what you get when you're married. I don't Benefits. know if that's... I was still in New York, but he was in Texas. The long distance was supposed to only be for a brief period, because he was going to get out of the army soon, and then he'd be back in New York. He ended up not wanting to leave the army yet and extended for another year. I didn't see the point of moving to Texas for less than a year if we were just going to come right back to New York. So soon after, we secretly got married at a Texas courthouse. He started acting weird. Uh-oh. He was acting distant. Oh, no. Nervous. <laughs> he was acting. Him's nervous. <laughs> he was acting distant and wouldn't tell me much. Uh-oh. I thought it was because of his depression. <laughs> Reasonable conclusion, no. I, I would think. Um. Fast forward four months, and I find a screenshot of a conversation in his phone with the girl's name. I wasn't even looking for anything sus. I was just looking at the pictures we had taken on his phone from, a, from an event we had just gotten at <laughs> that night. He says, Aunt B, your, your elbows are sweaty. <laughs> Aunt B, why your arms so salty? Oh, hey, Aunt B, wait, this, this tastes good. <laughs> Stop. Get him off you. No, just... Just let him suckle. I don't like the way he does he's it. He's gonna lie. He's, he's literally like so suckling loving. on your he's, arm. First of all, he's loving. Let it go. He's creepy. You're a good boy. No, he's so sweet. Oh, he's just a little bit hot. Okay. So what happened? I don't imagine my seat. Okay. Um. All right. Um. <laughs> so she's looking at the pictures. Yeah, because they just got back from an event that night. Well. <laughs> Give him to me. <laughs> oh, it was weird licking her arm or lick her leg. It's okay. <laughs> While he was sleeping in my bed, I took his phone to the bathroom so I could find the actual messages. They were still on his phone. Turns out he'd been cheating on me with his co-worker for months. He told her that he had an open marriage with <gasps> long distance. False. Oh. L-O-L. He swears they never slept together, but it made out and hung out at his apartment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we made up and swear. Yeah, we made out. We were hanging. We would hang out at my apartment. Swear we didn't. Yeah. Okay. Have sex. Yeah, you did. 
I slapped him hard out of his sleep. Slap. I love that. He played <laughs> dumb you. and then acted like he was really sorry. It's- he had a flight to catch the next day to go back to Texas, so I used that time apart to figure out what I should do. I ended up giving him a second chance. I felt dumb because I'd only been married for five months and didn't want to be one of those people that gets married then instantly divorced. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were laughing because that's what you did. Oh. (laughs) I mean, I was two years. She was five months. Yeah, he's like getting a little higher up. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. We're not done. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Um, Speed it up. 2022. COVID hit and I took the opportunity to live with him for however long I wanted because I was working from home now. I had trust issues from him cheating on me previously, so I looked around his place for anything weird. I ended up finding long, dark, thick brown hair in his couch, bathroom, and stuck to his mattress cover. The hair was not from the girl that he had previously cheated on me with because I had been there after her and he didn't even have that couch. I literally put the hair on a piece of white paper in a bag and put it next to a strand of my hair this so I could show him that like it was not my hair. Pre-therapy page. She is forensic filing <laughs> the know, shit CSI out of this guy. Miami. He said that, oh, he must have just dragged the hair in from outside from work. And the hair was like probably on the couch from the store that it came from. Obviously, you know. Right. All right. 2021. Act three. Um <laughs> He had been acting weird when he came home to visit and was trying not to spend quality time with me. I wasn't happy and asked him if he ever thought about getting divorced. And he said, no. Yes. He said, no, <laughs> no why would no, I get divorced? I'm, I get to I'm cheat happy. on you all the time and be married to you. You stay in New York, but let's stay married. This is great. This is working out great for me. A few months later, <clears throat> this is actually like the good part of the story. Okay. A few months later, I woke up to see I had lab results back from my annual gyne- gynecological <laughs> appointment. Well, I'm a gynecologist. Paige emailed her her results. And she was shocked to see that she had freaking chlamydia. Fucking chlamydia. I sent him the screenshot and made him explain. He made excuses for himself, but then admitted that he'd been cheating on me for almost all of 2020. Great. And our entire relationship with some girl from Tinder. He continued seeing her after I'd been there for months with her. Can I just say that would never happen with some girl from Zate? 100 percent yeah um because zate's not about who you do it's about what you do exactly not just trying to get that chlamydia wet all right okay uh, <laughs> you didn't get that part Grow um, up. also when he was home a few months ago he knew that he had chlamydia because he went to urgent care to get checked and treated he never told me any of this and i lived i lived with that in me for three months oh my god i didn't have any symptoms so i didn't know um, his excuse for not telling me that he had chlamydia was because when he was in town, I got a yeast infection and I was treated for that. He was too dumb to know that those are two totally different things. Oh my God. Fucking idiot. Duh. Um, anyway, then there was another, a, thir- a third or fourth or fifth girl that she saw in Venmo too. That was like paying him rent. Did they get divorced? Oh, they're still working on it. Um, honey, get divorced. Do it. Um, they're still going through the dis- divorce process, but he's, okay. he's with someone else. So, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Good. Good. We're good, wishing good. him Get well. I have just have to say that really blows, but you're so young. And the one thing that got me through it was just knowing, like I had to say a mantra to myself every day. Like 
it will be better. It will be better. And that's like we talked about that, I think, in our breakup episode. But it's like this is the low part. There's going to be a high part that's like yeah. going to make it all better. You just have that's to wild. Yeah, but that does suck. I'm sorry. I'm that does really suck. sorry. But 27 is so young. I remember being like however old I was when I was in my breakup. And I was like, oh, my God, can I can I get back on that horse? It's been five years. How the and, uh, fuck did you think I felt? Um, well, how did you guys think I felt? I was literally, the last time I was single, I was literally like 24 and I got divorced when I was 30. Or yeah. 23, maybe. I haven't even been married once and I'm yeah, 30. Stop bragging about being yeah. married, Jay. Oh, Jeez. I haven't been married once. Um, okay, so next week, let's talk. This girl inspired me. Yeah. So I think next week we should talk about crazy shit so we should talk about how you've caught somebody cheating the ways you've gotten back at somebody for like cheating like that girl had the bag of hair and she's she she was like hey this is what i did this is my proof yeah so we want to hear like the craziest things maybe like any tips to know how somebody's cheating i know there's a lot of like snapchat things that you can do um yeah no i think this will i think I think Her gears we'll, are turning over here. Pages th- are, you know, they're they're turning, and I think um, our listeners will have some nice. Yeah, stories. they love the cheating. Ep- yeah, because well, I mean, unfortunately, like mm, everyone's been cheated on. So, <laughs> not yeah. me. Oh, that one time doesn't count. Yeah, so there's some counts. petty bitches listening to this podcast, and I am here for it. I'm here for it. Um. Um. Okay. Well, thank well, you guys so much for listening. Make sure to write in to us at yourpoordad at gmail.com. Make sure to DM us on Instagram at yourpoordadpod. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok at yourpoordadpod. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate us. Give us a five star or four. You know, we'll take a four. No, we want a five. But give us some constructive criticism. Don't just be like, you guys are dumb bitches. Be like, hey, uh, you should let Bailey talk. Like, Email yeah. us the constructive criticism. Well, don't, you, don't can, give it, there, you can give us the five and constructive criticism. criticism. We'll read it. We'll read it all, honey. I'll read it. All right, well, thank y'all for coming. Thank you, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.